Well, our moms think we're funny. Hey, I'm Comey. Hey, everybody. My name is Turk182. Let's do drugs, Turk. Um, you know, um, okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, well, I think I already told you we had this conversation once before that once I, once I turn like 60, uh, or so, I think maybe 70 is what I'm going to do it. Once I turn 70, I'm going to do all kinds of drugs. <laughs> I mean, it's no point me not doing drugs at that point. I mean, it's, you know, I'm at the end of my life, you know, uh, well, getting near the end. Yeah. So, I mean, hell yeah. I mean, like, all the drugs that I, they, before it's like, you've got your whole life ahead of you. Well, okay. Well, now that's, that's, you know, past <laughs> me. So, yeah, now I can start doing experiments. Like, heroin? Hell yeah. Shoot me up, baby. Hey, <laughs> hey, all that stuff that I avoided, you know, growing up. Like, now is the time that I should be doing that shit. Uh, I'll, I'll never do uh heroin why not i because it it fucked up ozzy osbourne if if this man who has eat slipped lived laughed prayed and loved drugs his entire life gets freaked out by something then you know it's bad okay so all the all of the, of the musicians all the rock stars that you like that most of which are now dead but all of them all did heroin yeah and ozzy osbourne didn't and he's alive Okay, but <laughs> see the them, difference there? none of them snorted ants. <laughs> so Yeah, but they they shot up heroin. Okay. So sounds to me like snorting ants is a little bit safer than than doing heroin. But I don't see you snorting any ants. I mean it's clearly not addictive and you maybe know, maybe has some kind of like free time. <laughs> I mean, hell, I I yeah, I don't see you pissing on the Alamo. <laughs> so, I mean, if we're going to follow Ozzy's, like, like, guide to good health and long life, then, then, then storing on hands and pissing on the Alamo seems like two things we should do. It's on my to-do list. It's on I my mean, bucket list. I mean, there there's some bats that live in my backyard if you want to go bite some heads off of some things, you know? That, that was an accident, according to him. Hey, but you don't know. Maybe that's what happened. Getting exposed to gamma radiation was an accident for the whole <laughs> But it worked out for him. I mean, I, I I wanted to do some kind of some kind of altering substance because I just came across the headline again that says that Tyler Perry wants to bring Medea out of retirement. Yeah, I heard about that. All right. Um, so. That shows you just what a no trick pony he is. Right. That he can't come up with any new ideas. He's like, oh well, um, yeah, the cross dressing, like you know, stereotypical, religiously insulting, like black matriarch character that I created. I'll go back to her because you know, because <laughs> I'm so full of good ideas. I told you um, about the episode of um, Cleveland Show. It's better if you watch the scene than me just telling you about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's where Cleveland finds out that his wife, Donna's um, auntie mama, the per- woman that raised her while her mother was like gallivanting across the world, um, the auntie mama was actually her uncle who put on a dress to pretend to be a woman so she would have a, a female figure like uh, in her life because she yeah. didn't have a father. So Cleveland finds out the auntie mama is actually a man and, uh, and he... he and the guy's trying to convince him not to tell Donna because, you know, it'll break her heart and stuff. And then Daryl Hall and John Oates appear on his shoulder as like little <laughs> angels. And then they're, and, and they're singing the, the uh, man eater. And they're like, Oh, here she comes. She's a man. And then poof, they just appear. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> The Cleveland 
Cleveland show is not the funniest show in the world, but it had some moments in there that were just like just certain scenes. I remember they, when I watched the show, the, um, the one time when I said, okay, if this is what I think it is, um, then I'm going to watch this, this show. Cause okay. I really wasn't feeling it. And it was like, the, I think at the end of season one, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, last episode of the season, they went to Comic Con so he could sell like his comic book Waiter Man or something like that. And he sells the, the idea to Robert Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, if Robert Rodriguez did his own voice in this episode, okay, I'm, I'm in. I'll, I'll, I'll watch the Cleveland show from that on. And he did. Not only that, but Danny Trejo also did a voice in it too. Nice. And I was like, okay, all right, you got me. You got me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm in. Um, Anyway, so that's, uh, that was that. Um, so, so, yeah, so drugs, huh? Yeah, well, maybe instead of drugs, maybe we should do something you know, a little, a little more health conscious, you know? Maybe we could, uh, I don't know, like play some sports. Well, I was gonna say, um, the only drug I was ever really interested in, um, was, uh, LSD. Yeah, you've mentioned that. But I don't know if I would do it, but then I have a... Did you yes. ever play the old PlayStation game, LSD Dream Emulator? Mm, no, I think I may have seen, seen some of it or something. I, uh, I, I, I did a Let's Play of it before... Okay, then I have. Channel, so, yeah. I've seen... I've, I have seen... Um, that. So, I've, I've heard former drug heads both say that that's an extremely accurate depiction of LSD, and I've also seen former drug heads say that that's not at all what it's like. So... So, um... I remember I, when I worked at this one at the comic book store, uh, the guy there, uh, uh, Richard, he was telling me about like doing LSD and he was like, the good thing, he was like, the, the cool thing about doing LSD is if he was like, obviously you have to be in the right environment so that you don't have a bad trip. So you have to make sure that you're in the right environment and that everything's, you know, cool and calm around you. You got people that you can trust that aren't going to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, but the cool thing about it is, if you're, you know, tripping on LSD, I could describe to you what it's like to go skydiving and you will experience it like what I'm, what I'm describing to you. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. But, you know, I've got, I've got friends that have done, amongst my friends, they've done various drugs here and there and everywhere. Um, some of them still occasionally will, will dabble into recreational substances. And, you know, even some of them were like, yeah, it's like, I remember uh, when this movie came out, we we're like, yeah, it's like, we're going to, uh, we're going to eat some shrooms and go see this movie. I'm like, <laughs> that was like their plan. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this movie looks like it's going to be pretty trippy. And we're going to combine that with uh, doing some shrooms. Like, okay. Uh, and they're all seem to be okay. They, they've got houses and uh, jobs and they're, uh, they're still alive. I mean, those are, you know, those are three things that I consider like whether or not this would be an okay drug to use is like, <laughs> do you, do you, own, do you like own your own home or like, or they have a place to live that you pay for? You know, uh, do you have a job that allows you to buy things and take care of yourself? Yes. Are you still alive? Okay. Maybe that drug's not so bad, <laughs> but, but, but overall, I've, I've known people who have gotten into bad mushrooms though, and have had bad trips. So I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, overall, though, I, I think that if I was going to do something that was, um, I know, to in, enhance my the experience of my regular day to day life, 
maybe sports would be okay. Right? Okay. Maybe. But, you know, sports are hard. Uh, we're not sport guys. Uh, I am not a sport guy. Yeah. And not even chess. Uh, well, yeah. Well, chess is a scam. We've established that. Yes. Uh, and I am a good liar, but unfortunately, I'm not a good liar at chess. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that that's the big problem with that. Uh, if, if only there was something that, like, we could do to just make sports easier for us. Well, I, I think the problem is that all the sports that, that we, you and I, would be able to do are all the ones that, that suck. Like, obviously, <laughs> I, I'm not going to be a boxer. I'm not going to be running track or, you know, any anything that requires any kind of real physical, like, aptitude. Mm-hmm. But I could do something like bowling. But bowling sucks. Yeah, I don't bowling kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't really consider bowling a sport. And uh, what's that one that's just like like shuffleboard on ice? Uh, shuffleboard on ice. Yeah, I mean it's like okay, so the Canadians want to be able to curling. The Canadians want to be able to play shuffleboard, but it's always too fucking cold where they are. So they're like, oh, we'll just create shuffleboard on ice. That's not a sport. That's not a sport at all. <laughs> but um, I can box. I wouldn't be good at it, but, I mean, I can take a hit and I can throw a punch. Well, well, well yeah, I mean, I can do that, too. The <laughs> thing is, I'll probably be taking more hits than I'd be throwing punches. <laughs> I mean, the, I could get one punch off, provided I was the first person to throw the punch. <laughs> Otherwise, probably not going to happen. It'll just be me taking hits. Or a hit. <laughs> but, so, the, the, the sports that I could do, or maybe the ones that... I don't know. Maybe, okay, so let me let me back up here. I'm just gonna just just wipe all the stuff off the uh, off the board here. Let's say this: if I found some sports more entertaining, mm-hmm. then I would be maybe more inclined to want to participate in them, and then obviously uh, get myself in a better shape to be able to play those sports. Well, I mean, wouldn't it be easier to just do a bunch of steroids and get in shape that way for sports? Oh, I guess I could. I never really thought about that, doing steroids yeah. for that. And then you don't have to work for it, you know. But the steroids really make sports better? Uh, I think that depends on the sport. Like, uh, you mentioned bowling. I don't think steroids would really help much with bowling. Oh, no, no, no. I disagree. Because, I mean, I mean, first off, when bowling is... <gasps> I just remember something i got to show you. Oh, okay. And it actually pertains to this podcast. <laughs> This is amazing. I mean, this was not planned at all. I'm serious. This was not planned at all. Um, okay. So, uh, I think bowling would actually be entertaining, uh, if, uh, if steroids were involved. Because right now, nobody watches bowling. And you know how I feel about bowling as a sport. Bowling can't be considered a sport. So, in my opinion, this, mm-hmm. this is how it goes. Let's say I'm a basketball player. Um, and, uh, uh so I'm, I'm going to say basketball as opposed to like baseball. So if I'm a baseball player, you know, I can't be expected to hit a, a home run every time mm-hmm. because I'm going up against, if I use a pitching machine, then ideally I should be able to, every time that pitching machine launches the ball, I should be able to hit a home run. Yeah. Because it's pitching at the same, the same speed at the, um, the same angle. Uh, it's, it's coming like straight across at, you know, uh, whatever it is, like 180 degree, uh, but you know, it's it. There's no variation in it. Right, it's going right, to be the right. same every time. So all I have to do is hit it the same way every time. And once I once I've learned how to hit that, you know, okay, the ball's coming. I got to swing, put this much uh, uh, strength into it. Then I should be able to 
hit a home run every time. But I'm not always going to be against the pitching machine. Right, I'm going right. to be against a people of varying heights, of varying strengths, you know, and and as the game goes on, you know, they're getting tired, I'm getting tired. So they're, you know, going up against them in the in the the uh, the uh the first uh shit, where they um inning. The first inning is not the same as going up against them in the sixth inning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they'll be more tired. And plus, they're 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 getting tired, and I'm getting tired. And the next thing you know, oh, okay, we're gonna go. We're gonna trade the pitcher out for someone who's you know who still has whose arm is still good. Right. So right. now I got a fresh guy up here who's pitching hard, and and I'm 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 tired, dude. You know? Right. Right. So it's not the same. So in soccer, kind of the same thing, right? There's too many variables. Basketball. If I'm shooting free throws, right? Yep. And then you see people practicing free throws. I should be able to hit that uh, every time. Right. Every time. Bam. If I'm practicing three pointers, right? You know, here I am from the three point line here. I should be able to hit that every time. Right. All the conditions of the field are the same. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter which uh, which uh, basketball court I'm on. They all should be the same dimensions. Same everything. Right, right. So there's no reason why I should not be able to hit that every time. Yeah. Okay? So take that and take that same logic and apply it to bowling. The lanes are the same. The ball is your ball. So it's the same ball used. The pins are the same. They're regulation pins. The way they're set, everything is the exact same. The conditions don't change. And the thing is, unlike something like basketball where if I'm shooting three throws, right, everyone's just standing there and no one's getting in my way. If I'm trying to hit a three-pointer, there's probably going to be somebody in my way or I don't really have the time to sit there and, and dribble and, you know, and ready myself. I got to, you know, hit it fast. Right. But in bowling, I don't have anything. It's the same when I'm bowling, just practicing at my house or at the bowling alley as it is in a tournament. There right. are no right. conditions that are different at all. Mm-hmm. So you should be able to hit a strike every time. Every time. Yep. But you can't. Right. Or you don't. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. That's ridiculous. Now, it's obviously, sometimes you're going to mess up or whatever, but if you, once it becomes yeah, it's a... All, it's all like variations in like your musculature and stuff. Right. But once you get your, once you get that muscle memory down there, right, then you should be able to like, I'll say 90% of the time, you should be strike, 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 strike. Mm-hmm. So there's really no competition there. But if we add steroids to it... I don't think it's going to make things more consistent. No, but it'll make it a hell of a lot more fun to watch. <laughs> So, because these guys would be all roided out, so we'd be throwing that ball, like launching that ball down the, down the lane. That would be so awesome, man. And then when they just get like, when the stress gets on, they get so roided out. Instead of like underhand, they just like just grab you, so you throw it overhand like down. It's like fuck those pants. You know, heaven forbid you get a seven ten split and just watch this guy just lose his ever loving mind. Yeah. Okay, so that that would be more entertaining. That I would love. Um, so, so I I know for a fact. Hockey would be infinitely more entertaining with steroids. Oh my god. Because it's all about fighting each other anyway. Nobody gives a shit if you get the puck in the goal. Yeah, I mean, hockey would be like a death sport, man. Yeah, exactly. I'd be all over that. Yeah, I mean, hockey would be... Oh shit, I mean, hockey would not be the official sport of Canada anymore. It's like, this is way too violent for us now. (laughs) (laughs) Worth it, bro. (laughs) But yeah, steroids and hockey, that would be... Hell yeah. Yeah, that would mm-hmm. be like the mm-hmm. shit right there. And then you have people like having their teeth removed before like going <laughs> professional. Well, it's like rugby these days. The players tape their ears down so they don't get ripped off. It's that kind of thing. Who's ripping off people's ears? Rugby players. 
You're ripping off somebody's ears? Yeah, rugby is brutal, dude. Yeah, but ripping off somebody's ears? That's a dick move, man. Yeah, well, let's ask Mike Tyson about it. I mean, he just bit into the guy's ear. <laughs> it's it's a lot more tame to just bite somebody's ear off instead of ripping it off. Okay, but... Like some be, kind of animal. <laughs> but to be fair, though, have you ever seen a Vander Holyfield's ears? Uh, no. They're pretty cute, man. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, it's, it's not like... A, the thing is, Vander Holyfield has really nice lobes. Okay. It's, it's like, if you've seen a girl and you see her ears, like, it's like, oh, man, I just want to kind of nibble on her ears, right? Like, you know... <laughs> Okay, so imagine this. You're with a girl, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. A girl, you know, that you like. Obviously, I'm not going to say you're really hot, but you're with a girl that you like. And you guys are there in a nice embrace. She's got her arms around you. You got your arms around her. Her top is off. Your top is off. You got that that kind of, that kind of like, that body heat sweat where you're kind of like still like gliding against each other. But but mm-hmm. if you stay too long, get a little sticky, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so you're there in that, in that warm embrace. And then right there... She's got that cute little, like, ear, that perfect little ear and that little lobe just hanging there. And she's holding you tight and you're holding her tight, right? And then you kind of, like, you kind of tussle a little bit, kind of wriggling back and forth and stuff. Yeah. You know, your thighs are slightly brushing up against each other. And there's that cute little ear. You just want to just nibble it, just get a nibble. That's what ha- that's what happened to Tyson. I mean, <laughs> that's what happened to him. Now, <laughs> usually when I'm in that scenario and we're kind of embracing each other, my whole thing is, like, trying to get the leverage to, like, suplex her. Because that establishes dominance. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, see, the problem is, is most of the time, like, I just don't have the upper body strength for that. So I get halfway and then, like, oh, shit, my legs give out, my back gives, and then she just falls right on top of me. Yeah, um, that, it's, it's all about leverage. You can't really rely on, like, lifting. It's it's all about, like, momentum. Sort of like how judo people are really thin. Yeah, and, and so the other part of that is, you know me, I got a really bad temper. And, and there's nothing worse for a bad temper than being embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. So when I try to do like a really cool dominant sex move and then I fuck it up and I get embarrassed and then I'm like, get the fuck off me, bitch. And so <laughs> obviously there's no sex being had that night. <laughs> Damn, I would have been never doing it if you fat ass were in there. You look at everyone to be with you at all. Where you going, huh? Uh, The the secret is to get her to land hard enough that uh, she's not entirely sure what happened. That way, if you fuck up the throw and don't really look cool doing it, she's she's too disoriented to know anyway. Yeah, see, I I need to find somebody to practice on. That's what it is. That's where having a real doll would come into play. But (laughs) that's a a conversation for another day. (laughs) It's a lot harder with something that's all dead weight. I mean, whatever, dude. You just want to shit on my dreams, right? Like, I'm, I'm telling you, I can't, I don't do it because I'm not strong. You'd be like, well, you got to practice. Well, I need somebody to practice on. Not like I'm going to like, girls just coming over there with me to just practice on like that. So I'm like, hey, you know what? A real doll would help me practice. Oh, no, you can't do that. It's just dead weight. It's not going to give you a right. So like, you're, but you're basically, what you're basically saying is like, just give up. Which I, which I already had, but you're oh, the man. one that gave me hope. You've like, got to oh, no, do no. it with your homies. you got to do it with your bros. It's not gay if you're bros. Do the home, eh? Do the home, eh? Do the home, eh? All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I, I guess that, you know, sex is kind of a sport, isn't it? Is it? I mean, it's not in the Olympics, but it should be. I mean, I'm competitive with it. Yeah. I'm doing better than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost there. Anyway, you're still like, what? <laughs> half hour behind? <laughs> At this point, I'm going to be asleep by the time you finish. But would steroids improve that? 
I gotta say, I do like muscular chicks. Um, it would what, improve sex? things for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if it would really improve sex so much. It would definitely make it more aggressive. Don't don't steroids like shrink your balls? Uh, yeah, I believe they do. So at least it makes your junk look bigger. That's true. So even though it's just a matter of perspective, it does potentially improve things for you. It improves your chances. Well, except for, you know, with, with small balls, you can't really get it up. Uh, yeah, there's that. But you can always you can always inject yourself like people that have, um, like the, uh, well, I mean, it's Viagra. Small balls make my, jick, my junk look bigger. Take some Viagra. <laughs> you know? I'm not sure if I want to pop a boner pill every time I'm about to bang, though. How many can you take in a day? I don't know. I've never really looked into it. I'm just curious because, you know, women are always impressed by, like, a guy's package, right? Like, um, like you know, oh, you see, you see the bulge in that guy's pants. And I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's got a big dick. I mean, it, it could be like he's like, it's like a full size, but it's not going to get any bigger than that when it's erect. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're expecting like, okay, so if I take that exponentially, what I'm seeing there, once erect should be about, I don't know, two thirds bigger, like that may not, that may not be it. So I was just wondering like, what if like you, if you just took like a, I don't know, like a, like a Viagra every four hours so that you're always like fully there. You're always fully present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Potentially, I, I feel like you're probably not supposed to have that many in a day, but I don't know. Now, I am going to say, though, it would make going to the bathroom a little bit more difficult. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be miserable. I just I just have to carry, like, a rubber like tube with me and stick my dick in it and then aim it down to, like, the urinal and then just... <laughs> Maybe get one kind of, like, like a, like curly cue, like a crazy straw. Like, wee! Yeah. Have it spell out your name. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, but anyway, so... Yeah, but okay, okay. What about the? So I mentioned the the the, the um, shuffleboard on ice. Yeah, now that would be worth watching on steroids. Hmm. Just imagine him like pushing that broom, like just all jacked up, and, <laughs> like, like within a couple of minutes, that ice would just be water. I was about to say, <laughs> what would make that impressive is the fact that they have to exercise restraint, because then if you overdo it, you just don't have ice and you can't perform your thing anymore. Yeah, I don't really care for uh, for curling. I think curling is just really stupid. Oh yeah, and I've seen uh, like a I've never really watched, but I've seen a couple of scenes from like a like a curling competition. Mm-hmm. And you see, you have you ever watched one of those? No. And hear them it's... yell like encouragement to each other. Come on, yeah, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, it's all right there. Don't let him get him. Like, dude, dude. You're fucking playing shuffleboard on ice. You you cannot do that in a hard way. You cannot be like, yeah, break him down. Like, no, it's shuffleboard on ice. It's a game. It's a game that was designed for people who don't have full like motion and of their like upper upper body. Like that's why shuffleboard is so easy. Can you push this thing forward even if it's like a like very little strength? Okay, great. Now you're paying a sport, granddad. Yeah, you know, that, that's it. The only thing you've done is just added more people in there. Just to like, like sweep the way to make it smoother, so they can like or, or guide it along. I'm like, who the fuck thought that up? Ah, <laughs> oh, it's geez. pretty stupid. But but on steroids, I think it'd be awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be interesting to to see people have to actually exercise the restraint so that it's not overdone. Okay, what about something that that doesn't really require like a lot of like strength? Like like you would say like a football. You know, steroids make you stronger. You know, you mm-hmm. can hit people harder, run a little bit faster, that kind of thing. Or um or even like a um uh, like boxing obviously would be steroids would be a big help in boxing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be helpful if not all the players on the team were on steroids. So only certain people, like the kicker. Uh, yeah, like the, the punter. <laughs> um, definitely the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I think it'd be interesting if you were allowed a certain number of roided players. But I was gonna say so. What about what about a sport that's not as physical like that? Um, like a um, basketball, cycling. Oh, cycling! I think steroids would make cycling a lot more uh, exciting. Yeah, Lance Armstrong seemed to think so. Oh shit! Yeah, I guess they did that. They <laughs> uh, talk about something that makes your balls get smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, okay, so surfing. Surfing. I don't know if that would really help things much anymore, though. I I kind of do, man. So you got two guys, both of them going out there chasing after like like you know at, after the the perfect wave, and one gets in the other one's way, and he's like, "Get off my fucking wave!" And he's just <laughs> like punching at the guy. <laughs> See, I guess I guess part of me is thinking that, they, that these guys are going to just like 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 roid rage out at any moment. <laughs> now, if that were a possibility, then yeah, I I I think that pretty much any sport would be. Uh, more interesting with roids, but I, I wasn't really thinking of them roid raging. Okay, so so um, just all the the physical attributes of it. That that's what I was thinking, but I'm certainly willing to accept that it could just be like a really shitty type of steroid that that makes people really unstable. Okay, so let's let's think about some Olympic sports like uh like archery. Okay, archery, yes, because then you have a better draw strength so you can use stronger bows so yeah because then like that means automatically that you can do further distances on the targets and then you have to make the people more accurate that would be infinitely more interesting golf everybody would be happy gilmore yes you'd have to you'd you'd have to make the you have to make the golf courts much bigger Mm -hmm. yep i would be all over that that would be super cool you can then turn the, the sand traps into, into quick sand traps. Um, javelin throwing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the one that would not be good would be sharpshooting. Uh, yeah, yeah. That would just become another mass shooting. They would <laughs> roid out, and then there they go. They've got the rifle and the scope, and then that's just a bad time at the Olympic Village. <laughs> now, that, that would be a sport that would make, be more interesting with drugs. Not just like steroids, but like ha- have them trip out on LSD and then take them to the sharpshooting range. Oh, archery on LSD would be awesome. Oh, God. <laughs> take a round, heavy metal. <laughs> okay, so, so we're talking about this, but then we have to remember like um, Doc Ellis. Doc Ellis. Yeah. The Doc. the baseball pitcher Doc Ellis. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the guy who pitches your perfect game, right? Who pitched a no no <laughs> while while tripping out of LSD. <laughs> so I mean, it obviously does make it. 
make it more fun. <laughs> so just imagine that, man. Just imagine like a archery man on LSD. It's like, all right, so now the officials are going to put the tabs of acid on their tongues. <laughs> and they're being, they're being given their bows. <laughs> Like blindfold them, like spin them around in a circle, and then let them go. (laughs) And uh, a ref is down. That's bonus points. So, uh, what, what, what what is he aiming at? It's not the target. (laughs) I I don't know, but uh, I I think that we should duck. (laughs) And that arrow went straight in the air. Okay. Like, ah, 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 the goblins, the goblins. He starts shooting everywhere. You know what would be super fun with steroids? What? Pole vaulting. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, you could like, you could make, you could just, they would just be vaulting like two stories. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. See, now that, that would be something worth watching, man. Yeah, yeah. I would watch more sports that way. Okay. Now, I know you're not going to immediately think that this would be awesome. NASCAR. Hmm. NASCAR on steroids. I know that it takes a lot of upper body strength to actually steer the cars. But I'm thinking, so with the the added strength and endurance, you can make them go even longer. That's exactly what I don't want to happen in a NASCAR race, Turk. Yeah, wait, but think about it, though, right? So, like, now it's like, okay, so now it's going to be, like, 600 laps. Now it's 700 laps. Yeah, that sounds super boring, Dirk. They're still just driving in circles. Right. But even though you can go longer, it doesn't mean that you want to. Yeah, because even NASCAR drivers find that boring, Turk. <laughs> right. That's what makes it so... And he just is like, like, fuck this. That's not sports, Turk. <laughs> Sports is not seeing who gets bored the fastest. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, like, here's the guy, he's, he's in, like, 600 and, like, like, 10th lap, he's just like, fuck this, no, he just pulls yeah. over and just gets out and be like, I'm done, what I'm, I'm I, done. What I would do with that, for NASCAR, to make NASCAR interesting and entertaining for someone terrible like me, get them out of the race cars, they're all in minivans. And in the passenger seat, they've got an angry housewife who does not love them. In the back seat, they have three kids. A toddler with a loudly playing Kindle, and uh, two kids like maybe eight and ten who are arguing. Mm. And whoever can go the longest there, then it becomes a match of endurance. Oh, okay. Okay, I got got one for you. Same scenario you just had. Mm -hmm. But... The woman, the kids belong to the woman, right? Or, or let's say because we want we want we be sexist, right? At they belong to the kids. They belong to the driver. Okay. So, so the, if the driver is, um, so if the driver could be a man or a woman, but the driver is, I'm sorry, they belong to the passenger, but the driver is not married to them. Yeah, no, it's just the person's playing the role of their spouse, right? But, um, if you don't come in first place. You have to marry them. <laughs> the first person that comes in first place, like you win. This woman, this woman, her kids, you know, they 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 go back to their shitty house or whatever, and you get to live your life just fine. 
Everybody else, though, guess what? Now you're married with kids. <laughs> yep. And and every lap, every lap at the pit stop, it's actually a strip mall with a McDonald's and a toy store. And you can't get out of the car. And beforehand, we've given them, like, nothing but, like, Coke and Mountain Dew. Yeah. Yeah. The backseat is just, like, fully stocked with, like, chocolate bars and, like, five-hour energy drinks. And so every time you've got to make a pit stop to, like, fix your tires or whatever, you get to hear in the back seat, McDonald's! McDonald's! I want to stop and get a toy! Oh, and, um, and there is, um, there is a, um, there's a, uh, they have Wi-Fi, so they can stream their, their movies and stuff like that. Yep, yep. Except for not really. There's no really Wi-Fi. No, it's, it's all just, like, shitty movies, like Fred and whatever right. Logan Paul's first movie was and shit but, like but that. But they're all set up to, to, like, have, like, every, like, you know... 10 or so minutes, it starts to get um, choppy. So it makes it seem like the Wi-Fi is not working right. <laughs> Just to make the kids mad. Right. So they're like, fix the Wi-Fi! <laughs> so they think it's streaming, but it's not. It's all set up. And the toddler's really prone to, like, throwing down this Kindle. <laughs> it's not working! <laughs> Pick it up! And then for, like, for like the, the grand race, right? Baby. Oh, baby. yeah. Newborn still, baby. Still in diapers. Newborn baby and the and the passenger playing your spouse is still resentful at, at you as if you caused this. And remember, there's no pit stops. Yep. So if she's going to change the baby, then you got to do it right there in the car. Yep. Yep. And then wait till you take a pit stop so you can throw the dirty diaper away. <laughs> and and so like the whole time that the baby's shrieking, she's just like, "You did this. You. I didn't want to have the baby." I was in labor for 14 hours with this little shit. Now, here's a plus side. It's only 50 laps. <laughs> nah, too easy. Too easy. No, no, no. It's, a, it's only 50 laps. Except, with everything going on, you don't realize that we keep changing. <laughs> so, so, you may be at lap 20, but we say that you're at lap 17. <laughs> <laughs> so, it just keeps going and going and going. <laughs> And uh, we'll we'll call it white trash car. Oh, nice! <laughs> uh, we, we will not be accepting any questions, but we will be accepting any and all offers. <laughs> oh man, we can get a lot of good sponsors for that. Yeah, man, Dollar General. <laughs> oh yeah, we could probably get we could probably get all the Dollar Store, Dollar General, Family Dollar. Yep, yep. Heck yeah, I think that works out well. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not steroids, but but no, yeah, no. I think it still works. But yeah, I mean, I think that would definitely make the sport infinitely more entertaining. <laughs> so I told you that I had something special for you mm-hmm. um, that I didn't think about, and actually, I just saw it on that they're actually it's actually on TV. Well, not going yet; it's be coming on soon. But uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go to my saved because I saved this saved this for you because I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, like this can't be real. This is real. Holy shit! Um, I actually. When I saw this on TV, I, um, I actually called up my aunt because it was happening in her hometown. And I called up and I said, what the fuck is going on in your backyard? <laughs> and she was like, what? I said, I was like, what the fuck is going on in your backyard? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Cornhole competition <laughs> was on TV. Wow. And when I told her where it was, and she's like, oh, 
she's like, she's like, that's right there on the river. She's like, I live right across from that. <laughs> wow. So, yes. Yeah, so this is an official <clears throat> cornhole competition. I like how there are all of two rows of seats for all these people who are so invested in watching this yeah. live. <laughs> now, I want you to take a look at the, uh, I'm going <clears> to, <throat> at who is playing here. So this is uh, recorded from a couple weeks back. Okay. So the one person, uh, so this is the <laughs> USA Forces uh, quarterfinals. Wow. Yeah. So um, the police and the fire department. So I want you to take a look at the at the the people that are representing the police and the fire department in the cornhole competition. Yup. <clears throat> because these people are quite special. <laughs> and the thing is, they're really proud of themselves for being really good at playing cornhole. So let's take a look at the guy in the back. So yeah, he's fat. He's super fat. Super fat. Like. He makes Gabriel Iglesias look like a thin little thing. Like Chris um, Rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, both the cornhole players are built exactly the same. Um, they've got big heads, no necks, big upper bodies that taper down to tiny little toothpick legs because they skip leg day. Um, and uh, I see a lot of them are wearing uh, like, um, some kind of like... Um wireless uh, headphones. Yep, yep. So they listen to, I guess, their own music, whatever. So it's not really even a... There's no... Uh, with their teammates, there's, there's no... Um, like, assist or no, uh, collaboration or anything else. Right, right. So, okay, so check, out, check out the big man here that's about to throw. Because this is all just about how good you can throw a beanbag into a hole anyway. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, he fell short. Mm, he's blocking the hole. Oh. Because then the guy would have to... Um, would have to knock his in in order to get his in. Yeah, like they they actually think that there's that there's strategy to this. I'm like, it's a <laughs> shitty game, <laughs> and I never even heard about this until I moved to the south. And yep. then I was like, wait, what? So, uh, yeah, this, Look at uh, this big man here. <laughs> He's quite proud of himself. Too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I noticed they all manscape, like they all have shaved legs. Um, <laughs> yeah, because they made me that for the aerodynamics. <laughs> uh, there, there was a guy with a hat that said "twat," so that's cool. Um, yeah, you got that. <laughs> well, it said "twt," but I mean, come on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is definitely something special. I'm so glad you saved this for me. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, this was being broadcast on NBC. <laughs> NBCSN live. I'm like, isn't this wasn't even like ESPN eight the Ocho? No, this is an NBC live. <laughs> and I had to record it and show it to you because if I just told you about it, you wouldn't have believed me. Yeah, yeah. You'd be is... like, oh, it's another one of those like Turk One Eighty Two famous <laughs> bullshit stories. I just love that it's like such a non thing that there's like not even a crowd here. <laughs> that is the crowd. <laughs> I mean, okay, there's there's a kid with a fucking Steven Universe hoodie or something. And look, look at him, he's a he's fat a little fuck, too. Fat little kid, yeah. See, see TWT, twat. <laughs> and that guy pacing back and forth, that's like the most exercise he gets in a day. <laughs> yeah, he's working up a real sweat. I'm like, this, this is not a comedy, this is not a sport. This is not a fucking sport. It's cornhole. It's a, but would it be improved? With steroids. Hell, yes, it would. <laughs> okay, so look at look at this guy here, man. I mean, 
he's either he's either police or fire. Tell me, tell me if he would be good at either one of those. Uh, I think I'd trust him as a fireman. Really? I wouldn't want him as a cop. No, he. I mean, heaven forbid you might have to go inside the building to save somebody. Well, you just break through the door jam. You get stuck in the door jam. Yeah, he's fire. He's fire department. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I mean, like, like firemen got to be able to, to like, you know, chop down doors with their axes. But does he look? Does he just look like solid muscle? Or do he just look like well packed fat? Uh, he he looks like a lot of fat over a a fine layer of muscles. Like, I don't think he's any weak thing. Now that guy, yeah. He's he's clearly a cop. Yeah. And he looks very doughy. I would I would not want him chasing an intruder out of my yard. Well, he wouldn't. He'd just shoot him because he can't chase him. <laughs> like, if I gotta run, <laughs> then that's not gonna happen. And then he would turn around and shoot my dog. So, yeah, I'm not all about that. Um, but, yeah, no, I'd be okay with Big Man there uh, doing the firefighter thing. So the people here that in are the audience, right? None of them look like they're actively engaged in this competition no, at all. They all look like they have to be here. Oh, look at the guy in the back. The guy in the back with a beard. When they show him later, I swear to you, his beard is two different lengths. <laughs> but it's all coming out from below his lip. From below his, <laughs> lower, his lower lip. It's two different lengths. As, as if he's got like two different beards going on. Like he like glued one on or something. <laughs> They're going to show him um, later, and I swear to you, he, he looks so bizarre. So, Turk, how long did you spend watching this? I was transfixed. <laughs> and plus, I'm telling my aunt, I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is going on. I'm describing what was going on, and so I'm like, I'm like, this is right in your backyard. So, when they when they cut to the other side, and you look out the windows, you can see, like, the, the river yeah. uh, in this particular town. On the other side of that is the... Um, the uh send apartment building, but it's kind of like an apartment building uh thing but, that she lives in. And so if she looked out her window, say she had binoculars, she could look out her window and into see this. I bet that's just what she always wanted. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like, this is going on live, right? Right now. And she's like, I didn't even know such a thing was going on. I'm like <laughs> Imagine something as important as cornhole and she didn't even know it was happening. I know, right? <laughs> it's right there in your city. Priorities. The thing is, though, anti-Turk. <laughs> I've I've lived in in this in this town. Um, it's a shit town. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the national pastime is cornhole. I mean. <laughs> so when I, when I moved to the south, and the thing is, this is a northern town, a very northern town. Like uh, so, like why they would choose this for cornholing? Because then you hear about cornholing until I moved to the south. No shit. I, I'm just gonna sound like a joke, like a tired joke, but no shit. When I was here, and someone's like. So you want to come over, like you know, this weekend and um, and play some and uh, play some cornholing? I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> because what I know of cornholing is like you know, like a prison thing. It's like you know, it's like someone can like fuck you in the ass. <laughs> it's like yeah, we cornholed that guy. I'm like oh, so no, I'm not gonna accept the open invitation to come to your house and get fucked in the ass. Like no. <laughs> I am not doing that. I, I mean, I'm being honest here. I did not know that there was a. And then there's like, oh, this is this thing you do. I'm like, okay. And then, and then they, I saw it. I'm like, wait, how is this fun? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, this is such a, this is such a backwoods country pastime where it's like, hey, I watched me throw this thing in that there hole. You know, it started with them trying to throw beer bottles into a hole. Yep. yep. After they've been drinking after like a family reunion slash cookout. And then 
when they ran out of like of that, they started take, taking other things that they could throw in there. And then somehow gradually evolved into into like being back. So look, look, look at the they actually have like like um, <laughs> a stylist, like, yeah. The announcers they're, they're they're like, okay, this is what this guy's going to have to try to do there, and they're drawing them. They like, they stop, stop, stop trying to make this a thing. It's, it's, <laughs> Stop pretending like this is more than it is. Exactly. So, so, um, I would say, so I guess the question was, would steroids make this more entertaining? Yeah, it, it, or in what way would steroids make this more entertaining? Since this particular match here is between cops and firefighters, I'd have to say no because I'm pretty sure they're already on steroids anyway. <laughs> so this this is as entertaining as it gets. I would hate to see this. But God damn. Oh, you talking about the background figure there? Yes. Yeah, like, oh, damn, big girl. Uh, but um, she's a threesome in and of herself. <laughs> yeah, you want her as group sex? Uh, but yeah, so if these guys weren't on steroids, I can only imagine how slow this would be. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you know what's great about this is I can look at the people that are in the audience here, especially the women here, and be like, okay, now I know the look of someone I, I would not want to date. <laughs> because if you find this entertaining, like, we have nothing in common. Yeah, this is like... And yet here we are willingly watching it. I'm not going to make fun of it. <laughs> you know, I'm not being entertained by it. And you see, like, the way he was bouncing, like, when he threw his, like... Oh man, <laughs> damn man! I almost oh, had that. You see that? I really goofed. <laughs> oh man, you guys back at the station can be so pissed off. <laughs> Thought I had it, bro. <laughs> he doesn't seem like a bro type. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Um. Okay. Here, here's, uh, here's something that would be interesting with steroids. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before we hold that thought, please. Yeah. I want to show you the best part about this. So I'm going to fast forward here. You watched the whole damn thing? Oh, hell no. I just recorded it <laughs> to show you. But I didn't just record a segment of it. I had to record like a whole thing. <laughs> hey, which we get to a commercial. Okay. That's nice. Oh, shit. Yeah. Put the headphones on. Okay. Headphones going on. Okay. Um... I showed you the guy with the weird beard and everything, but yeah, it's in commercials. <laughs> I like how this suddenly became Let's Watch Cornhole. I forgot about this. Okay, okay. So, first off, we have a commercial here for official Cornhole <laughs> beanbags. Now, wow. Don't, don't just trust these to anybody. If you want to be, you know, really good at it, then you need these championship like these uh like pro sport regulated bags wow and they're breathable oh. high quality fabrics precision standards i mean how else am i gonna get my thing in the hole without precision standards you just saw that black guy they're playing he's not a real black guy he's a white guy with a tan there's, there's, there's no way either that or he's like the only black guy in town so like so if he wanted to if he wanted to be with this uh like hang out with somebody and have friends like that was like he had to learn how to play yeah, cornhole it was the only way he could have friends even then it was iffy when they're like, "Hey, come over and play cornhole." It's like, oh, "Are we gonna be playing the game? Or are they gonna rape me again?" I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta take your chances, there. Look at that the compression band. <laughs> Fucker trying to look like Chuck Norris over here. <laughs> look at these regulation cornhole <laughs> boards. 
Jesus. <laughs> Did you know that anybody took this that seriously? No. <laughs> Only he's excited. Yeah! Yeah! I fucking did something! And what I hate is that at least two or three of the women playing that were not unattractive. Yeah. And that's just the way my life would work. That I would meet, like, this nice-looking girl who seems to have all of her shit together. And she's like, yeah, I play professional cornhole. Oh, okay, okay, watch this commercial. Watch this. Okay. Describe what's going on. Uh, So there's a bunch of farmers. Let me rewind it a little bit. Okay. Let me rewind it a little bit. Okay. So I want to start from the beginning. Okay. Okay. So, I want you to describe what's going on in the commercial. Um, so, fade in. It's thick shower soap. There's a guy carrying a hay bale. There's a guy leading sheep. There's a guy dropping a cooler. And they're drinking shampoo. Okay. Um, yeah, they're they're just... Oh, they're sniffing. Sorry, I thought they were drinking it. They're, they're now, like, dumping out their shower soap on each other's hands. Uh, still sniffing it. Uh, like a bunch of basic white bitches with pumpkin spice lattes, and one guy was rubbing it on his dog. Tell me, that that wasn't the gayest thing you've ever seen. Oh, that was incredibly (laughs) gay. Are you kidding me? (laughs) He brings a cooler full of shower soap, shower gel. For for him and all of his boys to sniff. Which apparently wasn't ice at one time, but the ice all melts was just water. And they pull it out of there and toss it to each other like his beer. So I thought it was like a drink at first. Then he just starts sniffing it, and they just keep inhaling it like like they're getting high. (laughs) While looking at each other and squirting in their head, like, this is so fucking gay! And smiling at each other and playing with their border collie. Now, tell me, if I had told you about that commercial, you would have you would have screamed bullshit on me. No, I would have believed you. You would have believed me that, that there is a shower gel called Thick, and there's a commercial where two guys, these, like, kind of farmer ranchers, <laughs> one who's ranching sheep, right, are sitting here with a cooler... Full of shower gel. Yeah. That are squirting it in their hands while smelling it and smiling at each other. You're yeah. sitting in lawn chairs. You would have said, bullshit. You're making this up. <laughs> no, I think I would have believed you. Like, I, having watched that, I was confused, but there was nothing in me that was surprised. <laughs> I saw him like, I'm like, what? I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, why is he sniffing? Because they keep bringing it up to their mouths like they're going to drink it. Yeah, I thought they were drinking it at first. <laughs> sniffing it and smiling at each other and why was it a cooler why was it a cooler of shower gel everything about that was confusing <laughs> but none of it was surprising <laughs> uh, here we go look at these look at this self-satisfied woman i know right mm, i just knew the cops would get it <laughs> it's like she got herself all done up just so she could possibly appear on camera <laughs> way to go Oh, and look, they got the U.S. Border Patrol, too. Oh, All yeah. right. So, uh... Great. So, uh... This is in Indiana? Uh, I don't know where this is. No, it's in Indiana. Okay. So, uh... Remind me, if we ever have a con in Indiana, to make sure not to use Tinder at any given time. <laughs> remind me, if there's ever a con in Indiana, not to go. <laughs> Oh my god, look at these guys. How do you how do you have somebody over to your house and be like, dude, that's a nice trophy. What's that? Cornhole champion. Cornhole champion. 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my boys. He's he's rubbing cornhole powder in his eye. Ow! Ow! Dude, we dropped 35 straight holes. 35 straight holes, man. Just <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Buckets and buckets and buckets, dude. It's just like, shh. I was like the fucking MJ at Cornhole, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 
Hey, you can't brag about that. You can't <laughs> brag about being a cornhole champion. Not at all. Oh my god, Good this Lord. guy looks straight up redneck. Man, he looks like a character Dave Sim would draw. Oh. Sales engineer. Uh, so, uh, I've got to fast forward to get the guy with the beard. And, uh, and he may, he may have already played. He may have started playing before, before I started recording. So he may be done. But the guy with the, with the beard with his two different lengths, it's just, he's, it's just, I'm like, what in the world? This world you've constructed for yourself is absolute utter chaos, Turk. I don't like living in it. Hey, this is just the world I was born into. I'm just playing a hand I was dealt in. A hand where cornhole became a sport. So we've officially blacklisted Indiana as a state that we'll ever go to a con in, right? Well, yeah. I don't even like going there to visit relatives. <laughs> I, uh, I try to see if they'll meet me at the border. <laughs> I, I know that I've personally uh, blacklisted Oklahoma. Uh, Where the wind goes sweeping through the plains? Yeah, yeah. But that's just because um, because I, anytime I get an invite to an Oklahoma con, I have to give the line from Pulp Fiction. Nah, I'm pretty damn far from okay. So, that's the only reason for that. I can agree with that. I can, I can, I can appreciate that. <laughs> Man, I've never seen people trying so hard to look excited in the most boring environment possible. I know. Oh, there's that that terrible commercial again. So, so again, I'm just going to put this out here. We talked about the thick commercial, right? We did. <laughs> but, um... Why would you want to air that particular commercial during this quote-unquote sporting event? This, There's nothing about the sporting event that screams heterosexuality. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all about these, like, these, you know, overly masculine, or, like, trying to... Portray themselves as overly, overly masculine guys, right? Uh, I'll say insecure in their masculinity. Guys trying to stick, like, full sacks into holes. And just, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, I mean, and they, they call the game cornholing, which doesn't make any sense. Because unless you actually used to use corn in the back in the day, like, why would you call this? So a term that would be used for, you know, annually raping another man, and you turn it into a game... And this is how the game is played, and like, and like, it it, it it does seem to be a cover for something, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think I think that guy had already played, and he was out of the thing. Uh, but it was so weird, dude. He had like, like his, his he like the his beard was like maybe like a couple inches like um uh, down his face, and it yeah. grew out. But then like, there was like it was like a it was like a, like a bit of a space, and then it grew out <laughs> longer underneath that, and it was weird. It's just the most bizarre. But now that you've seen this, now I can erase it from my DVR. But I want you to see this, yeah, because this is so freaking bizarre. And um, and I, I guarantee you that this is on steroids. So <laughs> without steroids, I I can't imagine it being like watchable at all. Yeah, a few of those guys uh, definitely looked a bit beefy. So yeah, um. Now, wasn't that worth watching? Totally. Yeah. Totally. So, and I, guys, I mean, obviously, hopefully by, now you know us, we're pretty good at impromptu and bullshitting and stuff like that, but hopefully you can tell by the episode of this podcast that this is not a joke. We're not making this stuff up. We didn't nope. write this out in advance. This was real. And on top of that, as of the day of this recording, um, 
there is another cornhole competition that is uh, about to come on TV. The Cornhole Club Championship Nashville. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is actually a replay of uh, of an event that happened. Let's see. Um, For a minute there, I was afraid that you were going to hit record. No. So, that, so this actually took place on uh, on June 26th. So what was that? Uh, well, I guess it was earlier today then. It yeah, happened. that was today. Um, so, yeah, um, and like the description, action from the lawn game in which players try to toss a beanbag into a hole at the end of a raised platform. Yeah. They, uh-huh. That even sounds boring and stupid. It does, yeah. Uh, yep. And the thing is, like, okay, if it's something that you have fun, like, playing, okay, whatever, to each their own. But to watch other people play it and to be invested in it? Yeah. Oh my god! I wonder. I wonder what the spread is or something like that. Hmm. Like, like what? What is the? Can we go on like fan duels right now and start and start betting on <laughs> cornhole competition? I'm not sure. I want to download the app just for that. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. I bet you there's nobody out there betting on that. <laughs> oh, I, I guarantee the people in that stadium were definitely doing some betting. Oh man, I can't really imagine like someone like getting this way. I was just like, "You did it, didn't you?" Well, I'm just talking about. You did it. You fucking lost on purpose, right? <laughs> you need to beat the spread. So it's like the hole was wide open, and you threw way too wide, and you fucking missed the platform. It's like, I, I, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, it's like you did it. Yeah, it's like the brand new car, the house, you know, the the young girlfriend. You're in debt. You fucking threw the matches. Get off me, man. Just get off me, all right? <laughs> We still won, didn't we? We still won. <laughs> <laughs> you could not turn that into a movie. <laughs> could. And, and make that something people would watch. Oh, we, we totally could. I, I guarantee if, if it were up to us to script it, we absolutely could. Oh, yeah, I guess we could. Yeah. Yeah. And for one of the lead roles, Wesley Snipes, I'm looking at you. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And uh, Nicolas Cage would be his, his coach. Oh, Nice. It's like, you just don't have it in you. You just don't have it in you. Oh, man. I, I can see it now. Like, um, Nicolas Cage's character um, bet uh, like bet against, uh, or bet on himself to win. <laughs> and and he, he didn't because what he didn't know was that his partner was, was gambling, was trying to beat the spread and purposely tank. Even though he was on his game, he didn't realize that his partner was actually betting against him and he tanked the game. And so he loses. And instead of killing him, they, they cut off his thumb and <laughs> they cut off his thumb and his index finger. So he can never hold a bing bag again. <laughs> he can hold it in his hand, but he, he can't, he can't throw it. He can't grip it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just can't get like the proper spin without his thumb. Yeah. And then he, and then he, you know, of course he, he, he you know, he slips into the bottle and, uh, and then that's when, uh, when Wesley Snipes finds him and, uh, who was a, uh, martial arts cha- champion, but then he ends up like, like hurting his knee and he can't kick anymore. And like, if you, you know, if you, if you really can't kick, I mean, you could be good in martial arts competitions as, you know, but his fist, but without the kicks, I mean, you, you're open to, to, you know, like way too much. You, you're missing like several hundred opportunities, but realizes that, uh, that, He's an excellent thrower. 
Yeah. And, he's, and so it's almost like, like a happy Gilmore thing. It's like, you know, you could do well in this sport. And he's like, I don't want to do well in this sport. And then, uh, like, like when Happy Gilmore gives Chubbs like a, a replacement hand, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, what's his next partner? Um, he they're gonna lose. Uh, well, he thinks they're gonna lose against this uh, the the team that they're after. Yeah. And uh, so he quits. He's like, yeah. He's like, I can't. He's like, I you know, like it's too much for me. The pressure. And so he has to get Nicholas Cage. To throw. He's like, you can't throw, man. I can't. I can't hold the bean bag. He gives him a special glove, right? That gives him a uh, an artificial like <laughs> finger and thumb so he can grip it again. <laughs> See, the movie just wrote itself, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I guess we could make a a, a cornhole movie. Yeah, and of course, there's got to be the love interest about point about point shaving and stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, the love interest. Yeah. Because you know, there's got to be the girl who he is like flirting with on the side, and then. Like she she gets all mad at him and and he's like gonna win the game to win her heart back. Yeah, and when they um <clears throat> and like she realizes or that uh, he um she realizes that uh, that his life is a sport. Like he equates everything to the sport. So like one day like he uh, when they're getting ready to get it on and she takes off her bra and he's like, oh man, those are like perfect like. 4.5 ounce bag. She's like, what? It's like, it's like, feel them. It's like, it's like, oh, it's like, this one, the weight's off a little bit on this one and everything. But other than that, it's like, yeah. And he's like gripping them and like, like simulating throwing and stuff instead of like, instead of smushing them together and stuff. It's like, what are you doing? She's like, these are not cornhole bags. These are my tits. Don't you know the difference? It's like, everything is cornhole. Cornhole is my life. <laughs> Yep. Could make a good movie. We could do it. Yeah. So, unfortunately, Cornhole completely derailed our, uh, our, our steroids. Like, what sports would we go with steroids? Um, yeah. But I, I still stick to, um, okay. What about the, we're an hour in. <laughs> I was like, what, what about, what about the, like, uh, uh, like downhill skiing? Uh, that's all gravity, though. But you still have, you have to, like, uh, like the slalom, you got to, like, dodge and shit oh, like that. Oh, that's true. That's true. Okay. All right, here's one for you. Um, uh, 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 the sled racing. Oh, um, shit. That, that's, that's called slalom, isn't it? Yeah. No. Uh, no um. Bob, Bob sled. Oh, Bob sled. Yeah, Bob um, sled. No, luge, right? Well, luge, yeah, same thing. Okay. Yeah. What about that? That could be interesting, because that... You, you still got to kind of work in, like, conjunction with the rest of your team. But, yeah, you're, like, you're actually using your body weight. And the thing about um, that is you have to, you have to, you want, you can't, it's not just all about speed either. Mm-hmm. So, and in a sense, that, that's one of the things where, at times where uh, steroids actually maybe work against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was actually thinking that croquet would be pretty interesting on steroids. Oh, nice. Croquet would be good. Because then it becomes all about just knocking your opponent's ball away. Because then you're strong enough to just, like, send it flying. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and you may say this, that's not really a sport. But I am going to say that it did air several times. Championship um, tournaments on ESPN back in the day. Match the Gathering. Hmm. On steroids. Is, if, if the steroids are causing roid rage, then absolutely. <laughs> 
I just imagine these like these, these like pumped up nerds <laughs> playing <laughs> magic. Like... Uh, you you know that like uh, Vin Diesel and uh, Dolph Lundgren are both like huge D and D fans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a thing that was like Toma D like D and D players that uh, I mean like actors that play play D and D and. Um, and that, that guy, um, I crud. Um, I, I don't want to say his name on, uh, cause I don't want to act like I know him. I've met him and everything. He's a really cool guy and we're Facebook friends, but I don't know him. So I'm not gonna put like, I know, him. but, uh, he's also an actor in Hollywood that I met in, and, uh, in San Diego. And, uh, um, he, he was on, he's been, a, yeah, he was on, uh, the 12 monkeys TV series. I think he was on like justified and stuff. And I forget what he's doing now, but anyway, he's uh he's a big D and D player. He actually did a couple of live streams with some of his uh, coworkers from, uh, from 12 monkeys. Yeah. Like in, in like the basement of his house is kind of awesome. Cause he's like a super nerd. <laughs> and so the basement of his house is awesome with like all of his like nerdy shit and everything. But, um, but yeah, he like, he plays D and D all the time. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. And uh, apparently wizards just did a live stream with, uh, I want to say it was Jeff Goldblum. Doing a D and D game, and apparently he's like super good at it. Hmm. Apparently he made like this amazing character, and they were like, "Holy shit, he actually knows what he's doing like really, really well." That's kind of awesome. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm gonna cast a uh, uh, fireball. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, at uh, him? No, no, him. no. Yeah, yeah, him. him. <laughs> hmm. Quickened, uh, empowered fireball spell. <laughs> so yeah. That's kind of all. I, I I love hearing about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, I'd, I'd be totally fine with like Jack's people doing magic, <laughs> but I'm not really as invested in Magic the Gathering as I am like D and D or whatever. But they're, they're, but those aren't uh, aren't like sports. Like, yeah. th- those kind of sports. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Magic is like a tournament thing. Hmm? So um, poker. <laughs> oh, poker would be interesting. If it if it caused roid rage, I'd be totally down with it. Uh, I just, I just think of it as being, um, you know, like just your, your steroids and you're, you're, you're all worked up and, and all that, but then, but you're doing something that is completely sedentary, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it funny to me. <laughs> you got all that pent up energy, your muscles are twitching <laughs> and you're just sitting here just not doing anything. Oh. <sighs> All right, so I did kind of uh, kind of derail the the podcast episode. Oh, that's fine. This was fun, but the yeah, but I had to show you the cornhole thing, especially that thick commercial. <laughs> and, and I've only seen that commercial there. I've never seen anything else. Yep, I've heard of the thick uh, body wash. Yeah, you have. Now, now that I've actually seen the commercial, I'll probably never buy it. <laughs> what you think about buying it before? Well, I mean, I'm I'm always keeping an eye out for like decent body washes. So. We use a uh, it's a uh, Everyman Jack. Oh yeah, Everyman Jack is good. Yeah, I like their um their uh what do you call it uh, uh shave gel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I use their shave gel. Yep. So I'm sorry, after shave gel, use shave gel, use after shave gel. So, um. But yeah, so okay, this was interesting. This was fun. Yeah, this was kind of funny, interesting. <laughs> so yeah, well, I've been a Comey, and I am still in disbelief that 
cornholing has a tournament um, in that there are like there's a, a, a whole like brand around like cornhole like supplies and the game it's, it's like whatever um, yeah. it, that's that's nuts to me but okay so yeah uh, Turk 82 here and uh, we should have just done drugs you know what um would you rather would you rather do heroin or be a cornhole championship player like or so for clarification are we talking about doing heroin once versus championship cornhole player yes heroin and, once <laughs> say, but you and the thing is you have to constantly defend your title uh, yeah yeah like i mean we're talking about investing the entire rest of my life in something versus one day of discomfort unless of course you really like it uh, i mean i may really like it who knows it maybe, would still be better maybe being a, a heroin junkie would still be better than being a cornhole championship I, player may, maybe i'm a better druggie than ozzy i don't know but yeah so yeah there you go we would rather do drugs, and not, not just drugs, rather do heroin than play cornhole. Yeah, not just heroin, but black tar heroin. Oh, yeah, black tar heroin. <laughs> we want to fuck ourselves up yeah. rather <laughs> than do any more cornhole. It's like, you don't learn to swim by, by starting it like a three foot in. No, <laughs> no, no. All right, everyone. Uh, take care. Um, have fun. And uh, we Be will. Excellent to one another. Dude. Zang, yo. All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.